0: Podcast fans, hello, Chris and Matt, write a Blockbuster fans. I've started all previous sort of podcasts going, oh, hello, movie fans, hello, you know, writing fans. But at this point, I feel like if people are listening, many of them are just fans of you know what our specific podcast and what we're specifically doing. They're not just fans of movies; they're fans of the Chris and Matt Red a Blockbuster experience. And so, I want to thank them and welcome them specifically at the beginning to reward them for their. Um, patronage, uh, not literally, of course, because we do not have a Patreon, so we can't get, uh, uh, actual patronage, uh, but we can, uh, we have, I don't even know if we have fans, maybe we have fans, I'm sure we have, we certainly have listeners, we can at least say that, at the very least, we have listeners.
1: <laughs> can we say that?
0: <laughs> I think so, I haven't checked the numbers, but, I mean... <laughs> Uh, you put podcasts down the world. People, yeah. If you listen. if you
1: record, people will listen. It's like a field of dreams for sad like men. A,
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember back in the day when uh, by the first podcast I did was uh, my podcast called Cheers that I did with my brother Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, what up, Jeff? What up? Uh, he got out of the podcast game early. He was smart. <laughs> he went. He said, "I'm gonna get out of the podcast game and get a uh, doctorate in biochemistry." <laughs>
1: Oh, man, wow, we learned a lot about who the black sheep of the family is, and it's Jeff.
0: Yeah,
1: but... Uh, uh, my son here is a, he's a biochemist, and my son here is a podcaster.
0: He's got a podcast where he and a guy are writing a movie, an action movie together. But I am going to say this, that podcast didn't even have, like, a webpage or, like, anything like that. We just had a Libsyn for it, and we still would get, like, hundreds of listeners per episode, even though we it had, like, no real, like avenue of promoting it and like my brother didn't have an internet presence and i had a smaller internet presence than i do now because this was this was many moons ago this, this was, was like, a
1: podcast where you were reviewing space heaters
0: i may have talked about space heater at some point because at a, one point in the time i had that I was doing i think that podcast was when i was living in a place that did not have heat so i had to have a space heater in order to have wow. heat
1: a dickensian nightmare <laughs> for young chris morgan well,
0: uh, a living in a uh, bungalow in Los Angeles nightmare.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like a yep. character in a Raymond Chandler novel yep. set in Dickensian England.
0: <laughs> like all of Chandler's novels. <laughs> yeah. He was famously wrote about Dickensian England. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, uh, Charles Dickens famously wrote about uh, a Chandler-esque version of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. They,
1: they, like did su- they did, as they call in the literary game, a Swapsy Yeah, they,
0: they did a Freaky Friday... <laughs> Yeah. I, I would lo- I would love to uh, see, like, a couple of writers who Freaky friday and, like, were, like... And also, I guess, time Yeah, could you imagine if, if you
1: had Dean Koontz and a Stephen King switched places?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah uh, Stephen King's novels would get slightly better. Oh! oh my gosh. You've I'm
1: been burned kidding. by the Koontz gang.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're both bad writers. <laughs> anyway, the, the
1: Dean team.
0: Yeah, uh, the... Yeah, uh, Teen Dean
1: yep know. just you could just f- flip the words i just said around sure that counts you
0: said, you said no you said uh te- teen. i said teen like a teenager because teen and dean <laughs> why why
1: are you a teen why are you a teen dean i was thinking of
0: teen dream which i think which wait no is that, Perry, that Katy Perry? that katie perry's teenage dream
1: isn't it yeah t- well i don't know a teen um, dream is like uh uh, when you're asleep and in your sleep state, see uh, you come a consciousness of your teeth falling out, but you're also like fifteen. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be sure to interrupt you as you're saying something later with you come.
0: I was trying to finish your sentence. We've been doing this podcast for so long together. I feel like we're on you the come. same page. <laughs> I just figured, like you know, we're like an old married couple at this point. We can finish each other's sentences, and I just assumed that you were gonna say you come. <laughs> You're talking about teenagers having dreams. That's the number one thing teenagers do when they dream.
1: <laughs> they come. <laughs> I think if you charted it out, you'd have a lot more non-wet dreams. You'd have a lot more dry dreams than wet dreams when it comes to teens.
0: Uh, what about moist dreams? Ooh, people hate the word moist. Ooh. I don't know. I guess that's what I guess it would be like if you're a uh, teenage girl and you have a equivalent of moments, she this would be needs a dream. This needs to stop. <laughs> this is either an explicitly tagged podcast or a uh, podcast that's good for uh, teenagers to listen to in their health class. Maybe that's our ticket to getting a new audience. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> health play our podcast. Like, Know, like I'm sure that's
1: what health teachers need one 30 something year old man talking about moist dreams.
0: It's you know I'm just trying to help the um you know yeah. the teenagers out there. I'm like You uh, uh, turning
1: the proverbial chair around sitting down rapping with the kids about yeah, moist dreams.
0: Session. I want to be like big mouth. I want to you know make people laugh but also make people think about being a teenager. Mm. Mm. And you know I mm. want to voice a hormone monster. I've never seen the show, though so they have hormone monsters.
1: Hey, I'm Matt.
0: Oh, I'm Chris. This is Chris and Matt right a blockbuster. Normally, what we do in this podcast, we're not fucking around. Or I always am not fucking around. It's weird. Hey, when
1: aren't we are When aren't we goofing off? You know what I mean? We're,
0: yeah. I mean that's that's the writing process. You know, it's like so much of it. It's like you read about like a writer's room. So much of the time is spent goofing off or. Uh, figuring out what you're going to have for lunch or Or giving an intern
1: $300 for chips or something
0: (laughs) the classic uh what is that al jean or some sort there's some sort about like uh, somebody i was like talking about like how there's like a writer on like the simpsons who was like so like out of touch like asking for like some like reasonably cheap thing that would cost like five or ten bucks but would give like $50, assuming that's how much it would cost for that thing. And then there's like the, like the like PA would just like pocket the rest of the money, and the writer never like dawned on them because they had no concept of what people actually spent on things.
1: Hmm. Hard to imagine why the show isn't that funny anymore.
0: <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Anyways, this podcast, well, we know what we know we do. We're, we've been writing a, a soon to be blockbuster movie called mm. Seth Christ Cole, and Ballistic Reckoning, a whole new action movie that's going to become presumably an action franchise we're shifting paradigms we're changing hollywood with this podcast and we're, we're changing be... games mm-hmm. we're real game changers yeah uh, we don't like just they... play the game
1: we change the game mm-hmm.
0: no it's true I uh, just wonder you think uh you figured out the uh answers we changed the questions like Roddy yeah. Ruddy piper said before he smashed a coconut over jimmy superfice took his head <laughs> and see that was racist and yet he's the least objectionable person in that uh you know, scene, uh, particular scene. Uh, hmm. If you want to f- uh, find out the sordid history of the actual personal life of Jimmy Superfly Snuka, and, and we could all we could
1: all remember another wrestling moment when uh, uh, Shawn Michaels changed the game of cutting hair when he uh <laughs> musiced his partner through a plate glass window.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mario Jannetty and the Rockers, <laughs> and they were, they were, uh, yeah, during the uh, barbershop or what have you. I think actually. Uh, if I recall correctly, he super kicked him and threw him through the window. He did not super kick him through the window, as maybe somebody said, uh, two dozen times on a previous podcast, or... Are you ten telling
1: ten me three? that someone said that two dozen times on a previous podcast and was later fact-checked about it?
0: Uh, or just actually read about it and was not just talking <laughs> about it, extemporaneously <laughs> off of their memory, and it was like, oh, wait, uh, the facts, uh, don't line up. Speaking of things that happened in professional wrestling... One time there's a character named Val Venis who is a wrestler <laughs> slash port star and there's, these, uh, there's this gang of evil um, Asians uh, called Who am I talking about of, this? There's a gang of evil Asians called Kai and Tai and slept with the leader of Kai Tai's, um... Uh, wife, like or a wife or girlfriend girlfriend and so the leader kaiotai he said in his uh broken english i'm going to choppy choppy your pee," and then he that was the threat for a while and then they caught valvedus and tied him up and they pulled down his uh shorts or whatever and they're going to uh, castrate him or what have you on tv but then the lights went out and we found that what happened was that uh the metal table they put his massive penis on was so cold, it shrunk his penis and they missed. And they were not able to. Choppy choppy his pee-pee. And they're all and then it just the storyline just ended. They didn't try again. That's the weird thing about wrestling, is like like you, you like they like you try to do something.
1: The table was there's so much there. The table was so cold. That's like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah,
0: but yeah. It, in many ways it was. Except but... <laughs> uh, it ended
1: up much better for old Val than it did for yep. old George.
0: Yep. He went, He continued to be a wrestling porn star. And <laughs> now, at a...
1: let me ask you, uh, with <laughs> a phrase such as choppy choppy your peepee, this uh, must have taken place in, what, the 1960s?
0: <laughs> I think it was the late 90s, early 2000s.
1: It's Wrestling something. gets away with so much
0: Yeah, I, don't, I mean, they wouldn't get away with that now but I it's feel like they way.
1: probably could
0: <laughs> They could try I remember I saw, like, somebody was, like, writing an article, like About, like, uh Thing from the turn of like the millennium wrestling, and they're showing signs in the like audience. And people had signs that just were literally calling wrestlers like gay slurs, like literally, like the, like, the worst gay slurs that just be like, so and so is you know, such and such. I get it, I get like, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like insane to think that this is just like, uh, like de rigueur, like you know, just like they could just be like, you just like have that sign, hold it up, have it be on television. People just like, eh, what are you gonna do? That's 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 life in these go go 90s. Oh uh, man Professional wrestling We have a professional wrestler uh, In our Dreamcast for this movie of course Seamus playing Slugger Gillicuddy. <laughs> oh yeah you forgot about
1: Seamus And how could I forget about Seamus Such a memorable wrestler <laughs> yeah.
0: Fingers crossed we could get him Can't get Roddy, yeah. Roddy Piper Because he's dead really? also, But I mean because he was Well I think his character Is more Scottish He wore a kilt and everything Anyways it's okay that we're uh, going and digressing so much Because this is not your typical episode of the podcast Yeah, this
1: isn't your daddy's episode of the, no. Chris and Matt make a blockbuster Well, we write, we write a, a blockbuster,
0: blockbuster. <laughs> I had that same problem with our last episode To get the title wrong <laughs> Anyways, because well, we've, we've done 15 episodes now We thought we'd take a break to do and to... Because, like, you know, it's yeah, all no, work...
1: Take <laughs> a break to figure out what we do with our millions of dollars that we'll really be getting.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, all work and no play make Jack a doll boy, as, you know, they said in a famous movie about um, writing. That's what The Shining Post is yeah,
1: about. Yeah, I believe it's called The Dead Poets Society. Anyway...
0: <laughs> we're going to take an episode to talk about some of the things we plan to do with all the money we're going to get when we sell this... Script for millions of dollars, and Matt and I become, you know, millionaire hotshot screenwriters, become the hottest screenwriters in Hollywood based on the success of mm-hmm. Seth Christ's Ballistic Reckoning. We're just making plans now. It's sort of like, uh, you know, it's like our Amazon wish list, but only we'll be doing the buying for ourselves because we're not porn stars who, you know, uh, get people to, uh, like, you know, what buy things. What do porn up-
1: stars do? <laughs> uh,
0: they make Amazon wish lists. And then, really? like they, they, yeah, and then they tell like the, their fans, like, oh, like you know, if you want to do something nice for me, you can buy me something on my Amazon wish list, and then people do it because they're like uh, men out there who want to, you know, buy something. for I a Twenty-two-year-old woman. <laughs> I get, they're never I get gonna get why.
1: Because
0: <laughs> they're insane.
1: Anyway, uh, and, yeah. I think I need to spend some money on those Amazon wish lists, but <laughs> on myself.
0: Yeah, which is like kind of pointless because like why not just like make put them in your shopping cart?
1: Because I don't have and the money yet. I'm making the wish uh, list now. Yeah, I am both the porn star and the porn fan in this situation.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the future I'm like me that... is the porn fan.
1: I'm the porn star.
0: I mean, i kind of I get that mostly because sometimes I look at myself in a mirror and check off.
1: Jesus Christ! That's You're to be like uh... the porn star. <laughs> wow! And the porn fan. You know,
0: I'm making the porn I enjoy, but I think it's real-time, like, uh, real-time with Bill Maher. If there's ever been a guy who masturbated to himself in the mirror, it's Bill Maher.
1: Hey, new rule, no lo- you're no longer allowed to talk about masturbating to yourself in a mirror. Uh,
0: well, if you made a new rule, I, you can't fight new rules.
1: Yep. Can't, two things you can't fight, City Hall and new rules.
0: Speaking of can't fight City Hall... With the money that I make from this movie, I'm going to spearhead a reboot of *Rocko's Modern Life*. I know they're making a movie, and then I'll be like, a, like a TV movie, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna personally, a waste of money. I'm gonna personally fund it. I'm going to get all the cast back. I'm gonna get Carlos as Rocky, and uh, that guy who calls himself Dr. Lawrence instead of calling himself by a normal human name, and all the people who were, and you know, get Joe Murray back. I will spend money to get Steven Hilleberg uh, raised from the dead. <laughs> uh, RIP Steven Hilleberg, uh, creator of Spongebob and Spirical Hair Pants. I mean, if you're going to do a Rock, Kills, Money, Reboot, re- you got to have him. Get, <laughs> Jeff, Swampy, get S- Jeff Swampy Marsh back. Get Dan Povenmeyer back. Gonna get them all back and put them all to work. Making the
1: show, <laughs> get them all back, put them all the work,
0: and then even if Nick Lowry just imagine want-
1: if you were raised from the dead and just stuck in a writers' room and forced to write cartoons.
0: I think that some people, well, I don't know about the part where you're stuck in a writers' room and forced to write cartoons, but I think some people, if instead of being dead, you were told they were told instead of being dead, you're going to be back and you'll be writing cartoons. I think they would consider that better than death. Some people, at the very least,
1: mm, maybe. maybe not
0: others. Anyways, if Nickelodeon if Nicola doesn't want to put it on TFE, I'll 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 see if Netflix wants it. And Netflix doesn't want it, I'll just keep it all for myself. I'll put it on like a private Vimeo and just watch, Oh, this is all for me. This whole new season of Rockets of My Life is all for me. Because that's the kind of thing I'll do with the money I get for this movie. <laughs> I mean now to do that it'd probably take all the money I'm gonna get and then some. But I'll you know, I'll spend I'll spend like future earnings, like projected future earnings for future mm-hmm. projects.
1: So you, uh, so presumably this is gonna happen like three or four years from now. Yeah. So in your in your mid thirties, what you're gonna do with all of your money, is finance uh, a new season of a cartoon you liked as a child, in hopes of, I guess, rekindling some sense of joy you haven't felt in about twenty years. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. I just, I just, you just mentioned City Hall. I thought, hey, that'd be a good idea. way we spend my money? Because they had a song about how you well, can't play City Hall. Well, this is a written episode. contract.
1: Whatever you say you're going to do with the money, you have to do.
0: Ooh, speaking it into existence, like the secret. Yeah. That's yeah. another thing I'm going to do. It's going to put it all
1: over your vision board.
0: I'm going to buy every copy of The Secret, and then I'm going to burn them all so nobody else can figure out what The Secret is, and it'll be all mine. Yeah, also, I'm,
1: with the, my money, I'm going to commission uh, Ray Bradbury, Be Risen from the Dead, to write a new version of Fahrenheit 401 where the only thing burnt is copies of The Secret.
0: Yeah, we're going to be on uh, – but then you'll have to buy my life rights because I'll be saying that, like, that idea infringes on what I've done by actually – buying all the copies. Fine, of,
1: uh, I also plan on spending my money on a lawyer <laughs> buying your life rights.
0: And then I'll buy your life rights and then we'll own each other's life rights and there's nothing we can do about it. We can go make separate projects where we make like TV shows basically other's lives, our, our movies. And in my movie, the character match Skim Schimkowitz <laughs> Schimkowitz will be a cowardly doofus who uh, in the beginning of the movie gets uh, dumped by his wife, divorced by his wife, and then uh, I, um, then I'll hire um, uh, Rob Gronkowski to play himself and uh, the movie will just be a half hour of him kicking you in the nuts over and over and over. It's going to win Best Short Film at the Oscars because it's going to be very little competition because I'm going to spend money to strong-arm, strong-arm all the other people and really just wage a Campaign of like you know, uh, tore it up self promotion that will lead to my movie called <laughs> Matt Striemkowitz, the stupid dipshit asshole, <laughs> and it's gonna win best short film live action, and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna have an Oscar, and I'm gonna take pictures of it. I'm gonna put it on Instagram. And I'm gonna and it's gonna be like will be like, Oh look at my Oscars having post Oscar pizza. i will be like my like my Oscar with like a little piece of pizza by it and I'll be like, Oh, so cute and people are gonna like it. It'll be like like, 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 like it's gonna get a bunch of likes, it's gonna you know, be like that picture that Alan took at the Oscars that like you know, where they tried to break the internet or whatever with um Kevin Spacey with,
1: oh, <laughs> yeah. You did take a picture with Kevin Spacey with your with your buddy?
0: Yeah, that's another thing I'll do with <laughs> him. I think at this point, anybody saying they'd be willing to take a picture of them could probably do it for free because the uh, price you pay would be social currency and it would be a price much steeper than any money could ever possibly. I didn't remember. I would be the person I remembered who was in that where it's Lupita Nyong'o, Nyong'o, Lupita Nyong'o's brother who's not famous but got that picture somehow. Good for him. Yeah.
1: Uh, what am I going to do with the money? I'm going to use the money to buy David Miscavige out of Scientology. I will then own Scientology. I'll then replace all copies of Dianetics with a book called Chris Morgan. How I became such a stupid fucking idiot with a worthless life and a stupid outlook. And anyway, here's this book now. And you can enjoy reading it anytime. And if you actually manage to make it to the end, I, Chris Morgan, am going to pay you money. And it's going to be a (laughs) multi-level cult scheme in which Chris, you will pay the members to be a part of it because it's in the book. And since I'm willing it into reality, it has to happen because as we know, the secret.
0: Yeah, we know the secret. We should probably stop talking about the secret, or other people are going to learn Use the, secret. the secret. Oh my gosh, secret's
1: <laughs> out. Anyway, I'm also planning on buying that giant cow that's been all over the internet. Oh no! I'm going to the buy cow. that cow, uh, Nickers the cow, and what I'm going to do with him is put a sign around his neck that says, "I'm a cow." and everyone's going to have to live with the fact that it's uh it might be a steer but for all intents and purposes it looks like a cow it smells like a cow it's a cow so everyone needs to shut the fuck up
0: yeah well i heard there's an even bigger cow in manitoba uh canada and so i'm gonna buy that cow i don't remember what its name is i hear it's 650 and i'm gonna buy that cow Then i will have an even bigger cow and then i'm gonna do i'm going to blow it up with dynamite
1: so i'll <laughs> have and- the biggest cow?
0: I guess. But people will be really excited to see a giant 6'5 cow blown up with dynamite. And then I'm going to serve the meat to the homeless. Uh, I'm going to serve it raw. I'm going to serve them beef carpaccio made from a uh, giant cow that blowed up real good. And, cool. Yeah. And then uh, you said the secret's out. I think that may be the tagline to the movie in and out or something like that. The movie about Kevin Klein as the... Uh, guy who's outed at the Oscars or whatever Like uh, I don't think that that's
1: the plot of the movie I think he plays a teacher in that movie
0: yeah no but he's outed by one of his former students oh during, right like, uh, like that's an a good Oscars movie book. yeah anyways I'm gonna buy uh, every copy of it and then I'm going to hide them away in a vault and then I'm going to uh, shot for shot remake the movie like Gus Van Zandt's Psycho. I'm going to hire – this time though, Vince Vaughn will be the director and I'll have Gus Van Zandt in the role of Kevin Clyde. Wait,
1: okay, hold on. This is going to be like <laughs> like Gus Van Zandt's Psycho in and only in the fact that it stars Vince Vaughn. Oh, it's, it's Vince Vaughn's involved and Gus Van Zandt is involved. And they're reversing their roles from that movie but doing a different movie.
0: but it's gonna be a shot for shot remake like psycho was but it's gonna be a shot for shot remake of in and out and since i have bought all the copies of the movie that exist, including the ones people already own they're gonna have to i'm gonna pay them such an exorbitant price that they'll have to fork it over to me and then people will be like well i really want to see that movie and i can't see the original anymore also i'm gonna make sure it's not on any streaming services uh and so then people will have to buy the movie, uh, like the new version I make, and then I'll make a bunch of money from people who love the original In and Out because the only version is going to exist is going to be the one that I produced, starring Gus Van Sant and directed so, by Vince Vaughn.
1: So much of what you want to do with media, with money, is just hoard media that people seem to want.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Also, I'll I'll get I'll pay Taco Bell to bring back the yeah. um ch- uh, that chicken bacon club uh, gordita or chulupa they used to have. I think it was a chalupa. It was like, um, it was like chicken okay. and bacon and like ranch dressing and I think it was okay. a chalupa. And yeah. I, it was like they had it briefly in the 90s and okay. I thought it was really good. I don't really eat bacon and I don't really eat ranch dressing, but it would be nice to have it back on the menu. Also I'll get them to bring back the Arch Deluxe at McDonald's because that was a burger for sophisticated palates. It had a little circle of bacon on it that was weird and it had like a tangy sauce. It was all about that tang. Also, I'll buy the Tang Corporation and (laughs) manufacture Tang, and I'll change Uh, his name to Poon Tang.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you've got a lot of things you really, really want to buy with this money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I, for one, am... I'm going to invest at least 10% of the money in uh, a Roth IRA. That way I have some money stored away for my retirement. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in today's economy, if you're not actively planning for your retirement, you are doomed to work until the end of your life. And as fun as it might be to kind of create these worlds uh, featuring uh, Seth Christ and... Uh, slugger McGillicuddy. It isn't something that I want to maybe do when I'm 80. And even if I am doing it when I'm 80, I kind of want to be able to relax a little bit too. So I really want to make sure that I have a little bit of a nest egg kind of stored away for me and my family when the time comes.
0: I'm going to buy um, a bowling ball full of cocaine. I don't even do cocaine. I'm just gonna. I just want to be like have that much cocaine, have it inside a bowling ball, and then I'm gonna bowl with it. And when I bowl. The cocaine will just go flag everywhere. <laughs> just want like... <laughs>
1: to cover a bowling alley in cocaine.
0: And then, like, yeah, but then it'll be tricky because, like, you know, the oil will, like, mix in with it and, like, they'll be like, hey, you ruined this lane. The cocaine's, like, getting all mixed in with the oil and we're going to have to clean it now. I'll be like, don't worry about it, my good man. I'm going to buy this bowling alley and then I'll buy the bowling alley and then I'll turn it into high-rise, like, uh, condos and then, like, uh, I'll buy a rec center. I'll turn it into high-rise condos. And then I'll buy a breakdancing competition because I'm going to get it. Because usually it's like what will happen is that there'll be like a breakdancing competition or something to make money to save the rec center or save the Bowling Alley. But if I buy up the, comp, the, the breakdancing competition beforehand, then they, they don't have a leg to stand on or a head to spin on, as it were, with breakdancing. Then uh, that's how I'll, I can make even more money by making sound real estate investments. Uh, based on getting rid of, you know, things like rec centers and bowling alleys, which are, you know, lost leaders, and replacing them with high-rise condos for rich people. All because I decided I wanted to go bowling with cocaine in my bowling ball and, you know, things sort of spiral from there like the butterfly effect also i buy every copy of the movie butterfly effect and destroy it because who are you gonna remake who are you gonna be remaking with oh nobody that movie's just terrible i don't want people to have to see it i'm gonna save the world and i'll win like a Nobel peace prize for ridding the world of that shitty movie
1: well i for one am really hoping to buy my father a new home with the Mm. money because he's provided me with so much love and support throughout my life I think it would be great to kind of give something back to him. And seeing as I'm now making tons of money with this beautiful movie franchise, I feel like I finally have the opportunity to give him the house that he deserves. Mm.
0: I'm going to buy your mama
1: a house. <laughs> oh, you're going to buy Big Mama's house? You'll know, buy every get, copy of Big Mama's House
0: Sure And then I'll remake that But here's what I'll do this time You know, not only will it be, uh, you know, man in drag it'll, I'll get a white actor and have him be in Blackface So it'll be a double whammy
1: I'll,
0: I'll, get, uh. I'll get C. Thomas Howell Because I know he's comfortable with that He made Soul Man and then I'll get Fisher Stevens to play an Indian character like he did in Short Circuit too. Okay. And I'll just get a, and I'll get Mickey Rooney back from the dead to play an Asian character like he did in Breakfast. You see, Dad? Here's hoping. And then we uh, get <laughs> <laughs> to play a and then I'll just be uh, and then but they'll also all be playing women this time. So it'll be like a broad cross-dressing, broad you know um, racial pantomime, uh, rocking and rolling comedy, and. So that'll happen
1: Great uh, We're yep. actually uh, just about out of time Now that mm-hmm. we've gotten to the source of What Chris hopes to do with his money Which is make some sort of Racist version of Big Mama's house uh,
0: I mean More racist <laughs> version of Big Mama's house. I mean, I, was just, I mean I only Watched that movie um, Once in ninth grade While I was falling asleep and I missed Like two thirds of it But yep. I'm, just, I'm just guessing based on uh, You know and I know Woke Laura up started.
1: with a fresh, moist dream after watching Big Mama's ass.
0: Oh, the most moist of dreams. Yep. I mean, I had such a, you know, a wet dream my socks were damp. Okay. Because I sleep with socks on my penis.
1: Cool, 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 cool. Yep.
0: Because that keeps my penis extra warm while I sleep.
1: Uh, you won't have that valve penis problem. No.
0: Well, it wasn't a problem in that moment. It saved his penis from being choppy choppy. His PP <laughs> remained intact, like the dead the, cold metal <laughs> table. Later, he would um, make a series of porn movies with the uh, kayfabe sister of, Ryan, of um, Ken Shamrock, the UFC fighter who joined uh, WWE. He <laughs> had a kayfabe sister named Ryan, uh, who I think may have actually been a porn star at some point in real life. But, anyways, uh, Val Venus um, made some, like, portal movies with her in the world of professional wrestling and then he changed his character over and became like a, he joined this group called right to censor which was a sort of parody of the uh Parents television council who was uh, shockingly you know took objection with things that the wwe was doing on television so they created this group called right the censor who were like the heels were like very serious and very like you can't do that on television and he joined them which was an ironic twist because up to that point he had been very saucy and very randy and his finisher was called the money shot
1: <laughs> all right
0: I will also pay him to uh, start resting again if I with the money. And lastly, I will buy everybody world peace.
1: Ah. Oh. Mhm. And I will buy everyone pizza.
0: Oh, you got me one up there. Everybody loves pizza more than peace. Oh, but they do love a piece of pizza. If you, but nobody can have just one piece of pizza. Nope. Not even Karen Carpenter. fuck.
1: Uh dark okay, so that about wraps up this episode.
0: <laughs> yep. She's not any much any of anything these oh, no. days. Okay. We got she, it. She's been dead for many years. Have you seen the Todd Haynes
1: movie? I haven't, but we got it.
0: Superstar. Uh, uh he made the story of Karen Carpenter's life with a Barbie doll playing Karen Carpenter. It's quite interesting in many ways, but also it was very illegal, so never properly distributed.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay eating yeah, so been... are
0: very serious <laughs> <laughs> that's been Chris and Matt right at Blockbuster uh, everybody I'm sure is glad that we took time off from writing the film to do this episode <laughs> this is going to be everybody's favorite episode of the podcast there you certainly. To like more episodes rest, where you talk a about a real
1: uh, spiral into the dark underbelly of Chris Morgan's wants and needs <laughs>
0: Well, I I want more than needs, I'd say. I mean, mean,
1: you're putting a lot on the line for this movie. It sounds like you need this.
0: Well, I'm I'm, I'm confident. I believe, you know, in the quality of the writing and the quality of the story we're telling. And, you know, our ability, I mean, we're going to be making, you know, the amount of digits we're going to be getting, at least seven, maybe even eight. Wait, no. Eight would be, no, seven. Wait, six? That's six zeros, seven digits, Yes, I'm saying we're gonna be making millions of dollars for the script. A piece, a piece of pizza. Uh, what if we got paid in pizza? That would be pretty crazy. If we got millions of dollars worth of pizza, it, there's no way we'd be able to get through it all in time. It would go bad before we got a chance, unless we got it delivered on like a weekly basis for like the rest of our lives. It's like pizza for life uh, was what we were paid in for the script. I would take the deal if you know I got to choose where the pizza came from and what toppings I had on it. I would take a deal of, like, being paid in Pizza for Life uh, by a studio if they had, like, a deal with Pizza Hut or something, or a little... Ne- little what what happened to this episode ending? <laughs> Chris and Matt, write a blockbuster. Um, email us, chrismattblockbuster at gmail.com. Uh, tweet us, C N M M, write a B on Twitter. Or individually, we are uh, Chris X Morgan and M Shimkowitz. Uh, and, like, you know, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, so you can subscribe to the podcast. Rate the show. Uh, comment, you can go to uh, Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, whatever you want to call it, and be like, uh, in the comments, let us know what you would get with uh, millions of dollars for writing a script, uh, you know, or tell us that on Twitter, but also, perhaps, I mean, that would make more sense than, like, putting this random, sort of quasi-non-sequitur that would not help people in a review section, but do it anyways, I don't give a shit about the reviews, they're gaming the system anyways, Apple's like, uh, it's, uh, it's a fucking joke, who cares, uh, anyways, this has been Chris and Matt write a blockbuster, uh, so, uh, uh, do you have any final words you want to uh, tell to pe- the people, Matt?
1: Uh, please hope that Chris never gets that money.
0: <laughs> well, too bad, because it's obviously going to happen. We all know that. It's a fate accompli. Uh, we'll be back next week with a more traditional episode, back telling you the tales of what's going to be happening with Seth Christ and the rest of the uh, Ballistic Reckoning gang. Uh, so, we'll see you uh, next week. Thanks for listening. Mm, bye.